Greetings, friends. I'm John Haspel. This is a Dhamma talk from Cross River Meditation Center in Frenchtown, New Jersey. If you find benefit from this talk, please support the restoration, the preservation, and the presentation of the Buddha's Dhamma with your donation at becoming-buddha.com. Thank you. Peace. Okay, so today um, I am doing the, this is uh, the fifth class on jhana meditation, and it is the fourth class on the Satipatthana Sutta. This class is on the seven factors of awakening. So remember that this sutta started out with the four foundations of mindfulness, the Buddha is teaching us the method of reuniting the mind in the body. The direction for this method is remain mindful of the breath, feelings, thoughts, and overall quality of mind in and of itself. We've seen in the last three classes during the study of this sutta that in order to remain mindful of the breath, feelings, thoughts, and overall quality of mind in and of itself, we need to practice jhana meditation. Jhana will train our minds to remain mindful of the breath, feelings, thoughts, and overall quality of mind in and of itself. In the last two classes, or part two and three of the sutta, The Buddha urges us to practice orienting our thinking toward the quality of mind in reference to internal phenomena. So I'm going to say that again. We're practicing orienting our thinking towards the quality of mind in reference to internal phenomena. What internal phenomena specifically the hindrances, the clinging aggregates, and the sixth sense base. So, when ill will, sensual desire, restlessness, uncertainty, doubt, anxiety is present in the mind, notice the quality of mind in reference to it. Are you clinging to uncertainty or craving certainty? Are you just present with uncertainty in and of itself? No. Nope. Jen, could you expand on that just a little bit, please? In and of itself, what does that mean? Without craving for or clinging to anything to be different, without wanting it to be different. Right. So if you're just present, whether you're present or you're craving and clinging for it to be different, no problem. Just notice that and return to the sensation of breathing. That is Dhamma practice. If you're on a walk in the woods and you're experiencing sights, sounds, smells, tastes, tactile sensations, or thoughts, notice the quality of mind in reference to those experiences. Are you clinging to sights or craving different sights? Are you present with the experience of this walk in and of itself? Either way, whether you're craving or clinging or neither, you're practicing remaining mindful of the quality of mind in reference to these internal phenomena, which is the direction of the Buddha. In this next part, the Buddha is also asking us to notice the quality of mind in reference to internal phenomena. But this internal phenomena is encouraging in and of itself. These are the seven factors of of awakening. So when we recognize a factor of awakening in the mind and we notice the quality of mind in reference to it, it's an encouraging experience. It will encourage us to stay engaged with the Dhamma. We'll have the direct experience of, wow, this practice is working. So the Buddha's words. Furthermore, one remains 
Furthermore, one remains mindful of the quality of mind in reference to the seven factors of awakening. Remain mindful that mindfulness is a factor of awakening within me. If mindfulness as a factor of awakening is not present, be mindful that mindfulness as a factor of awakening is not present within me. And be mindful of how mindfulness as a factor of awakening will arise. Then John has in parentheses, through appropriate mindfulness. So as long as we continue to practice, these factors will arise. The Buddha's words. Remain mindful of the culmination of the development of mindfulness as a factor of awakening. Remain mindful that investigation of the Dhamma is a factor of awakening. If investigation of the Dhamma as a factor of awakening is not present, be mindful that investigation of the Dhamma is not present. And be mindful of how investigation of the Dhamma as a factor of awakening will arise. Remain mindful of the culmination of the development of the investigation of the Dhamma as a factor of awakening. Remain mindful that persistence is a factor of awakening. If persistence as a factor of awakening is not present, be mindful that persistence is not present and be mindful of how persistence as a factor of awakening will arise, again, through appropriate mindfulness. Remain mindful of the culmination of the development of persistence as a factor of awakening. Remain mindful that joyful engagement with the Dhamma is a factor of awakening. If joyful engagement of the Dhamma as a factor of awakening is not present, be mindful that joyful engagement with the Dhamma is not present. And be mindful of how joyful engagement with the Dhamma as a factor of awakening will arise appropriate mindfulness. Remain mindful of the culmination of the development of joyful engagement with the Dhamma as a factor of awakening. Remain mindful that serenity is a factor of awakening. If serenity as a factor of awakening is not present, be mindful that serenity is not present and be mindful of how serenity as a factor of awakening will arise through appropriate mindfulness. Remain mindful of the culmination of the development of serenity as a factor of awakening. Remain mindful that concentration is a factor of awakening. If concentration as a factor of awakening is not present, be mindful that concentration is not present. And be mindful of how concentration as a factor of awakening will arise. Remain mindful of the culmination of the development of concentration as a factor of awakening. Remain mindful that equanimity is a factor of awakening. If equanimity as a factor of awakening is not present, be mindful that equanimity is not present. And be mindful of how equanimity as a factor of awakening will arise. Remain mindful of the culmination of the development of equanimity as a factor of awakening. In this way, one remains mindful of the seven factors of awakening and the arising and passing away of the seven factors of awakening, independent of and not clinging to anything in the world. This is how one remains mindful of the seven factors of awakening in and of themselves. So again, remaining mindful of these factors in and of themselves. We're remaining mindful of the quality of mind in reference to these factors. So it's not like we're noticing serenity or we're noticing that there's no serenity and then we're judging and then we're beating ourselves up. It's just a gentle presence, observing, noticing, and then taking note, being there. That's it. That's all you have to do. Mindfulness, investigation of the Dhamma, persistence, joyful engagement of the Dhamma, serenity, concentration, and equanimity. These are internal phenomena 
that we are to recognize and notice and also notice the quality of mind in reference to them. If mindfulness, investigation of the Dhamma, persistence, joyful engagement of the Dhamma, serenity, concentration, or equanimity is going on in the mind, notice your quality of mind. If one of these factors of awakening is not present, notice the quality of mind in reference reference to it not being present. Am I angry that it's not present? Am I frustrated with myself if it's not present? Am I okay with myself if it's not present? Am Am I gently aware that it's not present? Has that absence reminded me to re-engage with the Dhamma? Oh, look, now one of the other factors of enlightenment is present. Just that. (laughs) (laughs) So I really, like, this is a little teeny tiny piece of the sutta, and I, I just think these words, I mean, I don't need to add to them. Just, just reading them out loud, I think, is, is helpful um, for you guys. So I don't have anything to add. But if you guys have questions, then I want to hear from you. And if you don't have questions, then... You can go to Dairy Queen. Then here, let, yeah, <laughs> then just say hi. Um, so that's all I have to say. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Let's see. We have... Damn. So let's see. Who are we going to hear from first? Brian. Hi. Hello. The whole Sangha can hear you now, so you're on TV. Can everybody see him? You can hear me now? We can hear you and see you. Sorry for that. Um... What time are you teaching Sunday? <laughs> I'm, going, I'm back at my Zen temple Sunday. Sorry. <laughs> that was last Sunday. Um, and just going through this again, I'm, I'm mindful of all of the different things going on in the quality of mind section. Yeah. Where, you know, early in my practice, I was just, I was very focused on the breath. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's just this gradual layering on of the four foundations, and then you get to this fourth one. It's like, holy crap, there's a lot there. Mm. <laughs> but you're right, it's, it's not something you need to memorize or um, worry about. It's just it's the arising and passing away of mental states and just be aware of it. So um, this has been very helpful to go back through. So thank you for the teaching. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. Glad you're here. <clears throat> Hi, Julia. Hi, everybody. I don't think I have any questions at the moment. Um, I did really relate to Jen when you mentioned, like, like beating myself up when I realize I'm not at the state of mind that I want to be in. So I started to just remind myself this is temporary, and. Uh, yeah, it'll pass. And I know that I'm going to have a good moment coming up soon. So, because it's always, it, it, it's, um, but do, I do recognize when I'm in a really, like I'm on a walk and, and I'm really mindful. I just like take it all in and it feels so good. But then I go on a walk another day and I'm like, this is nothing like the walk I went on the other day. What the heck? And I'm trying to like get that same experience. Um, but yeah, yeah. I don't have any questions at the moment, but thank you for everything. <laughs> thank you for sharing that, Julia. Um, so two things that I heard in what you're explaining that is, is great. Number one, you, you are developing an understanding of impermanence because you're having a direct experience of it and you're having a direct experience of the impermanence of your own quality of mind, which is great. Um, and also, when you are, oh, what did you say about not going on a walk, but, uh, oh, uh, judging, judging yourself about what, um, you know, whether or not qualities of mind are present or absent. 
So that judgment piece is recognizing the quality of your mind. The quality of your mind is it's judging. So again, no, no problem. Just notice that. And then bring it back to breathing. I don't have to make it stop. I can just come back to the sensation of breathing and it will pass. I don't have to do anything about it. So is it, so me wanting that same, like the walk experience, me craving, like I do crave that, that same feeling I had that, like I crave past feelings and I try to achieve it. Um, How's that working out for you? That's cool. Yeah, no, and I I hold on too tight to it and it doesn't, doesn't come. So, yeah, but holding on to it, is that, how does that feel? Frustrating. Yeah, yeah, and that's all. It comes, the feeling, I recognize the feeling comes when I try, when I don't have an expectation or have a, when I try not to have that feeling, then that, it just pops up. It's and like, I get don't it. think about the bear. <laughs> don't think about a white bear. You're going to start thinking about it. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah, it, it sounds to me like you're definitely doing the work when you're craving, when you're craving though, that's okay. That's what happens. You just crave. Just notice that you're craving. You don't, okay. ha- you don't have to beat yourself up over it. Mm-hmm. If you start beating yourself up over it, oh, look, I'm beating myself up over it. Okay. That's what's happening. So then does that eventually, us recognizing this, does, do we eventually stop doing that? You intentionally abandon doing it because you're, you're mindful of it without any judgment. When you're judging yourself harshly for anything, you're, you're really telling yourself, I want this. You're grasping onto it. And when you can just see it happening without any evaluation, it falls away. Can you hear what he said? Uh-huh. So it kind of just goes away quicker. That Right. I mean, if yeah. you are if you are noticing that you're craving something, then you've put some space between you and the craving. You've sort of removed yourself a little bit from just chasing after the thing and now you're going, "Oh, I'm I'm craving." And that kind of interrupts the craving a little bit. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, these, these aspects of conditioned mind are, um, they're kind of sticky. So we do it a little bit at a time and then almost like a, a Groundhog Day experience, the same kind of situation arises and we remind ourselves, this is not me, this is not mine, this is not what I am. It's rooted in a fabrication. Take a breath and let it go. And we're also showing ourselves that these things that seem solid and real and have some kind of power, it's only the power that we give it by this, by constantly maintaining the thought. Once you let go of the thought, that experience is gone. For, and it's gone forever, as the Buddha taught us last week. Once these are resolved, they're resolved. Wow. Yeah, pretty good deal, right? <laughs> I'm giving it power when I'm attaching to it and judging it and Right. Instead of analyzing like, huh. it in any way. Yeah. Well, that's the self-referential component to it. Yeah. That's your ego step. That in is self-reference is, is yeah. analyzing the craving. and Yeah, good or bad. A pile of gold is neither good or bad, but when it's you, you got trouble. So I have a pile of gold in the back my backyard. I don't tell anybody about it, but I don't look at it that often. Once a day, and that's all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whatever we hold in mind will determine our experience. Or if we're holding in mind old patterns of thoughts and emotions, we're really coloring our present moment in an, in an unfortunate way. So when, when we can be simply a reference point to what's occurring, then everything is bright and vital. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter what the occurrence is. So even something that might be um, in the past uh, deeply sad, a heart-wrenching experience is the same, but we understand it. And so we can get into the poignancy of the moment rather than see something or insist that something has to be different just because I don't want to have this feeling. 
Now I want to have this feeling. Why? Because I'm a human being. Do you see? It's it's part of it's part of the deal. And because I want to have, I want to live every moment of my human life. I have to live, I have to live the good and the bad, and not grasp after the good and not grasp away from or aversion from the bad. Because I want it all, and that's the only way we can have it all by looking ourselves. Thank you, guys, so Thank much. Thank you. Thanks, Julia. Thanks, Julia. Hi, Jane. Hi, Jen. Um, over the weekend, I found myself totally out of my mind. I, uh, I was sitting in a nice air-conditioned room, but I was fabricating about a field trip that I had to take my kids on this week. Oh, no. And I'm imagining how hot it's going to be, a uh, bumpy bus ride. My toe hurts, I'm going to have to put shoes on, and, you know, and I reeled myself back in. I said, no, first of all, that's not today. I'm sitting in this nice, comfortable room. So I reeled it back in, and um, anyway, the trip was today. It was a bumpy bus ride. It was hot as all get out. My toe hurt. <laughs> but they were all just, in, you know, just inconveniences. I mean, nothing to fret about. And the flip side, the kids had such a wonderful time being outdoors, climbing mountains, and having such a good time. So it's like, you know, why, why cause yourself so much distress? There I was sitting in a nice air-conditioned room and, you know, thinking about something that's not even going to happen. So the practice has certainly helped me. Good for you, Jane. Thank you, Jane, for sharing that. A great anecdote for uh, clinging to all the things. I mean, even the routine things, you know, just routine, the everyday things. The fabrication that was going on that was causing you suffering while you were in the air-conditioned apartment was something that you were able to recognize and abandon and get back to experiencing the nice, cool apartment. There you go. <laughs> Thank That's you. That's why this practice works. And the kids having fun. That's yeah, and then, and then, again, it didn't interrupt. You didn't, you didn't determine your... The suffering of your field trip, you were able to enjoy the experience of the field trip as well. The good, at least the parts that were enjoyable, and, and not suffer so badly the parts that were not. Oh no, my worst fears are being are being recognized right now because my foot hurts and I'm really hot, just like I thought I was gonna be. <laughs> Thank you, Jane. Uh, let's see, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Is there Hi. anything you want to add? Are you back from Hawaii? Yes, I got back late last week. Uh, how um, was it? It was fantastic, as you could imagine. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear more about it. It's great. It was nice. Uh, but, uh, yeah, in terms of tonight, I, yeah, no, no comments or questions. Uh, that's, this has been a helpful uh, discussion, as always. Uh, so thank you. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Um, Prashant, I don't think I've met you. I'm Jen. Nice to meet you. Hello, everyone. Hi, Jen. Hi. <laughs> so, so I have, uh, this is my first time over here. and uh, Welcome. Thank you. And I have been, uh, I subscribed to the uh, John's newsletter like almost a year back. And uh, now and then I, you know, go through it and... Uh, find it inspiring his take on the sutta. I think a couple of days back he sent a brief about this how to vibhanga sutta. So I liked it and so I was like reading it and I said like, oh, let me find out more about it. And then I saw this live stream on the website and I said, oh, I'm maybe a little late, but maybe let me try to get in and see, <laughs> check it out. Oh, yay. So I'm here. <laughs> wow, yeah, uh, joined us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and I, I liked uh, how it was shared uh, regarding uh, Julia's experience uh, that, uh, you know, how, how should we be a reference point to the everything going around us and not try to get attracted or, you know, or, you know, push something away, just be a reference point. I think it's a very difficult thing to do, but, uh, 
but I I get it. That's uh, because that's that's the that's how we can and also like creating a space between the craving and us. If we can recognize the craving, that's a progress. Mm. So I, I'm really enjoying the discussion going over here. So. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thanks for joining, Prashant. Would you mind if I ask where you're where you're zooming in from? So yeah, I'm in uh, at the, um, based in Newport News, Virginia. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, you're not far from. Yeah. And um, and you came. I I I think I, you came in like after the talk, and now we we were just in discussion mode, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Probably. Cool. Well, I don't know if you're aware that all the talks are on the website. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll go and check it out. Yeah. yeah. I'll post this within the next 24 hours or so. This talk will be up with the rest of them. But And we're in the middle of a, or we're cl- into class five of a structured study on jhana meditation. And so the first four classes are already on, posted on the website. So you can check sure. those out. Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Glad you're here. And Krishna, yeah. if you have any questions, just send me an email. Oh, yeah, you can email John. His email's on the website um, if you have any questions. And actually, all the, the teachers are all, our emails are all on the website, so you can email any one of us. Uh-oh. Much appreciated. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Ram, you're up. Up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sandcam. A sand cam. <laughs> kind of weird looking at it while I'm... <laughs> Because Just look up here. No. Yeah, because it's like <laughs> two or three seconds behind. You know, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Ah. yeah, these seven factors of awakening. Um, they're like a, a little roadmap of what a, what a, a good practice looks like. Mm-hmm. Once it finally gets in gear, you know. Once you're done, you know, idling your car in the parking lot for a couple of decades, <laughs> you, finally, you know, shove it in gear and let out the clutch. That's uh, that's what happens. Uh, mindfulness comes in, and you know, I, I just recognize those those stages that I that I went through of you know finally. Uh, Engaging, you know, the, the investigation of the Dharma. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me in the beginning, it was just to try and prove John wrong, uh, <laughs> but, but it worked anyhow. Yeah, uh, we tried harder than you. Yeah, <laughs> and um, you know, and from there, the 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 joyful engagement with with, with the Dharma. And it, I don't think it's it, they're supposed to be like in sequence. But um, <laughs> it certainly helps if they are. <laughs> yeah, but for instance, like a concentration comes comes towards the end, um, so that that you know that kind of plays in in one way or the other in um, um, in the beginning of, of the of the journey. Anyhow, um, so yeah, I, I, this is it's an. I, just another uh, reason why you know going through the satipatthana is just so uh, it's mind blowing basically Um, everything is in there Mm. Um, and it's it's all it's not hidden it's not uh, convoluted it's clear it's concise um, you know Write it out, stick it on the fridge, and read it every day. Thank you, Ram. You say that about all the suits, so Ram. Mary. Yeah, it's true, it's true. I Mary. Know, this is the, the reality um, of the teaching. I don't know that I have anything oh. to add except. Um, I think the monitor went down. Uh, yeah, I turned she it turned because it's off. distracting for people to see themselves. Um, they, you guys don't need to see. I, think, I want to see myself. Right? Do no, I'm kidding. Self-referential. But I think the awareness piece is is so big because even after doing this uh, for you know several years, I was telling David on his way up here, um, 
you know, that like I almost lost my mind with a with a, a chef today, and um, you know, it's like, and I, you know, wiggled around, and then I came down, and then I came, and we all arrived at a lovely space. But if I had just clung to, no, I'm, I'm right. I'm right. You're wrong. I'm outranked you, and yeah. I'm right. And you're wrong. And he's a chef, and you know. He's right, and I'm wrong, and mm -hmm. anyway, I mean, and that just happened, like, within the last couple of hours. <laughs> <laughs> but the awareness piece is the critical piece, because then you'll, you'll shorten the time between, you, you, between when everything escalates, like, like what Jane was talking about, and when everything de-escalates, mm. and, um, you know, and, and everything becomes more informed by the Eightfold Path, so... Um, Great class, great teaching. Thank you. So you still lose your mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that doesn't go. But it <laughs> takes less one. time to for the recover. for another mind. Well, to and come, less damage. Recover. Yes, less damage. Oh, I yeah, I could less suffering. Yeah, oh, for yes. everybody involved. <laughs> That's a perfect example of wise restraint. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the a, opportunity was there. Take a minute or two to get there. Stay away from the sharp objects and yeah. keep going. Inside my car. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. Thank you. David? Thank you. Keep in mind this practice is simply building the insight to the three marks of existence. The understanding of a true, profound understanding of impermanence in its relationship to dukkha. And you know, the, the final words of our jhana meditation instructions be at peace with your mind that it arises and passes away and it's empty of any substance so why cling to that walk in the park that's not the same mm. it's, it, it's, it is impermanent and it is stressful and what we're looking for is understanding and you know seven factors of, of enlightenment they're factors you should see that that joyful engagement is propelling your practice mm. and allows you to be persistent and then you start seeing that you're not attached to that ill will mm and that's an unwholesome factor, but it's just something that arises and passes away. And the wholesome factors of the seven factors of awakening that you can point toward and not attach yourself to, but understand that, you know, the very first factor is there for a reason, I think, it's mindfulness. And it's confusing that concentration is down the line but it's not a linear line. Mm. These factors are being developed and recognized each moment that your mind is bumping into ill will and it's, you just are aware of it and it passes just like this great sit that you just had, you're not attached to it. So it, it is really something to you know, keep in mind. So. Thank you, Jim. Thank I love you. This part of the sutta. That was really well said. I don't think I need to add to it. Thank you. Hi, Matt. Hey, Jim. Really oh. great teaching tonight. Really clear and, and helpful. Mary said something that struck me in that this idea of awareness and becoming aware what are we becoming aware of and it's we're becoming aware of our relationship to internal phenomena arising and passing and so our relationship to internal phenomena arising and passing, whether it's 
the five hindrances or the five aggregates or the seven factors of awakening. particularly the five hindrances and the five aggregates. We're becoming aware of our attachment to them, our need for those things to be different, our need for those things to be um, pleasurable or good or positive. Or, and when we become aware of those things, being painful or um, bad or uh, not satisfactory in some way, we, we really start to bump into to this internal phenomena that we call quality of life. And we find ourselves um, bent out of shape in some way. So I really liked how, how in breaking up the sutta, we can start to see mm. what awareness is in the context mm -hmm. of the Dhamma and in the context of developing four foundations of mindfulness. Mm. Thank you, Teacher Matt. <laughs> John. What? It's your turn. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I don't know why I'm acting like that. Um, I was just struck by something Matt just yeah, said. This, it's it, deconstructing the Satipatthana Sutta mm -hmm. in this way, which we've done it a few times. And I don't think I've ever heard it ever deconstructed like this, but I've never even heard it presented in its entirety as it was intended. Meaning instruction for meditation and then how to apply it. And you really see it this way when you take it apart. Mm. Uh, and you see the the underlying theme of the Dhamma is of course impermanence and you really see it in these seven factors where the Buddha is telling us and you, you really see his uh, his gentleness, almost mercy by saying these these are the qualities of mind that we are developing that are significant for awakening, these seven factors. But they're changing all the time, so don't grasp after them. As you said beautifully, Jim, mm. don't judge yourself harshly when they're not present. Recognize that. And that points right back to the meditation practice. So what the Buddha is really teaching us here mm. is to recognize the ever-changing nature of the quality of your mind. And when a quality such as Mindfulness is not present. The Buddha is not saying beat yourself up. He's saying look at the four foundations of mindfulness. Reinforce that mindfulness with your meditation practice. When persistence as a quality of mind isn't present, go back to your meditation practice. Continue to deepen your concentration. And as David noted and Ron noted, concentration is the last factor of awakening, isn't it? Why isn't it first? Well, because, again, look at the setting everything falls back on concentration. So whenever there's anything lacking in our practice, take a breath, unite your mind and your body, recognize that it has nothing to do with you, and I think it was Ram that said, and get on with your life. Because that's what we're doing in this moment. When, when my moment, when my mind is a reference point to what's occurring, then I have the opportunity to get on with my life in that moment. And it's up to me if I take it. But, think about that. I am the one that offers myself the opportunity to be present for my life. And I'm the only one that can do it. But once I do it, then I can take it. And it's mine. And then this moment has all the meaning that anything could ever have need to have. Because I'm present for it. Thank you. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Brett? <clears throat> How's it going? Good. Thank you, for your, thank you for your teaching, and thanks for everybody who was sharing tonight. Uh, getting, getting a lot out of it, and uh, you know, John just said I don't really think I can add anything else, um, <laughs> other than I guess my experience of you know attaching to to all these states of mind that come up and realizing uh, or <clears throat> takes you out of the present moment, and um, and I think that's where I'm I'm just, I think I might need to 
deepen my practice a little bit, but I, you know, things are coming up, and you know, and you're attaching to them, and you know, you're the one that's controlling being in the present moment. So you're one, you know, I'm beginning to wonder like, there's got to be a little bit more, you know, stability in, you know, being in the present moment. Uh, it doesn't have to be so fleeting or. As soon as you judge or you, you, you lash out to try to fix whatever is coming up in your brain, but you're not, you know, you don't have to fix it. Um, you're kind of always you know, jumping around and not really here. And that's where I'm kind of <clears throat> realizing that I'm, you know, I, I'm realizing my practice is very, is, it has varied, but that's where I'm at now. So good to be here. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, at that point of recognition. Yeah. Noticing that. for you. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, yeah, it's, other times have been, six months ago, a year ago, you think you're in a good place, and then, (laughs) and you realize, like, you're reverse to 75% of your, 75% of your mind states. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds like impermanence to me. Yeah. 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 That's just. Impermanence is not always up. (laughs) I mean, other than things are the way. It's okay. Good to be here. Thanks. Good. Thanks, Brett. Bridget? So I got so much out of this teaching. Oh, good. I think the two thoughts that are really kind of rising to the top for me is that appreciating impermanence as a beautiful thing, you know, has kind of given me so much joy this past week because it's been, you know, uh, I can relate to what you were saying a lot. You know, sometimes you're in this great headspace and I recognize, okay, the quality of, me, quality of my mind is somewhere else now and, you know, maybe I need to meditate, I skip my meditation, this, that, you know, whatever. But just knowing that if I hadn't found a practice, that I, I wouldn't have. <laughs> it, there'd be a different kind of impermanence, but there'd be suffering. Yeah, the stupid right. would continue. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just having that option to put it down is so beautiful. And I find myself in a position, like John was saying, to, you know, to claim it, to to have my life be mine yeah. and not be subject to fabrications in my mind mm. and the joy that I'm feeling in the moments of my life that have frequently been so you know there's joy and there's love that's buried under all this stupid yeah and yeah. now there are moments where I just have joy <laughs> and it feels so beautiful oh. so just this teaching I felt like it it touched on all of the qualities that have made that possible yay Thank you. Good, good for you. Yeah. Bridget? Yeah. Like, I didn't know if that, if that was you. Because I don't see her. That's it. It's just, just being present for what's occurring. And, yeah. and every moment is just, it just is, but it's wonderful because you we're present for it. That's it's our real life, not our imagined life. Yeah. Yep. It's a pretty good deal, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's not easy at times, but the, the path itself is simple and direct, and we just do it. And Along the way, there's these benchmarks that we know when we're not there. And you take a breath and you get back there. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Elia? I don't know what to say. I mean, I feel like I'm... No pressure. I don't want to be on the... I don't want the cell phone on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not interested. I don't, for me, meditation and technology just are like opposing forces. It's, I don't, I'm not comfortable in arena Got it. while I'm meditating in real life because being is outside of that for me mm-hmm. and joy is outside of that so <laughs> for me it's like that's a dichotomy about coming here for me personally and I don't I don't know how I feel about it so for that I know I, well, I'm, not, I don't wanna, I'm sorry are you, would you would you prefer not to be on camera because that's yeah we don't we have can, oh, yeah, yeah we I, took you I, off I, camera I have yeah interest in any technology being part of my no, but I'm just saying, would you prefer that the camera wasn't on you at all? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do that. 
Yeah. I got, we just do it because it's, I mean, you know, no, I, I we can reach I, other people. I also understand a lot more about technology, and I don't want to be participating in it for any number of reasons. Anyway, that's outside of this lesson. So, um, I, <laughs> it's funny because I was going to say, you know, my life is pretty joyous, and I don't have a lot of these. I mean, it's almost like I'm trying to unravel to understand what you're saying, to say, oh, is that applicable? Is that applicable? Is that applicable? It, of course it's applicable, but it's not necessarily applicable in my life. But because of the way I, I have my life, mm -hmm. it's, I have a lot of presence in my life, a lot of joy, and I don't have technology in my life. Mm. <laughs> so, um, uh, anyway, that's a separate thing, but um, I, I don't want to be interrupted by that on any level. I do have a I mean, I, I'm taking in these lessons of trying to understand what, how they, they're, it's, it's just, it's truth, you know, it's basic truth, and, and, and uh, I think I've done a lot of the truth stuff, not, maybe not in this path, in this method, in this way, mm -hmm. but my life has ended up, or, or presently is, very much, um, I participate a lot in what I do, and I'm pretty joyous. I'm present, so I, I'm not saying I'm perfect, I don't say I don't have downfalls and screaming fits at people that are doing outrageous things, but um, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't necessarily know that I feel drawn to go and study and, and try and understand this method, you know, I'm not searching for that, I'm not searching for another, I'm not searching for a method for my life. Hmm. So I, I, but I, but I, I feel totally aligned with it. I don't have a, you know, it's not. I don't know that I'm going to go and study um, because I don't, I'm not searching like that. So I don't know really. You know, um, that makes it okay to be here. Oh, of course it does. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you know, I mean, and again, you don't have to say anything if you're not if you don't you know don't feel like obligated to 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 contribute yeah, if you're not if you're feeling yeah the, if you're just the, the whole trying to absorb thing. that's totally fine mm -hmm. yeah and it's or, almost like i'm looking at a, a method you know and, and I'm, I'm, but i'm not trying I, i'm not searching you know i'm not and not that i'm not a curious person right i'm a seeker but i'm not searching for a, a method in my life to, I meditate every day, mm -hmm. and I, I practice Qigong, and I, you know, so I'm pretty, um, pretty uh, content with my, my path, so I, but I, but I enjoy hearing, you know, the, these different dialogues and mm -hmm. methods and whatnot, I just don't feel like necessary that I'm, I, I'm searching for or something, I'm sort of on the peripheral. Well, I'm glad you're here. Thanks. <laughs> Laura. Thank you, Jen. I'm glad you're here too. Yeah, even like what Ilya was just saying, you can kind of get too caught up in like searching. But what I like about the way John and what how you presented, you know, this today, it just I don't know. It's just for me, it's completely free. Like we say in the guidelines mystical or grasping after yeah. it's like you're not we're not like seeking salvation like John has talked about multiple times with it's what I did for most of my life and it's like ingrained in me but this is especially the way you so thoughtfully like when you close your eyes and speak so slowly no offense John but <laughs> 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 no, not, not personal not personal I love you <laughs> uh, no, it's just like I was like, wow, she she completely took like the self-loathing out of it or the judgment out of it. Like when Matt was talking about having that awareness of mind states, whether it's you know, pleasant or unpleasant feelings or negative or positive, it's just this. Oh, this is what it is right now. Where there's no yeah. It's like that 
space that I have to bury my saying before it escalates into something horrible, you know, that thought or aversion or feeling or so I just feel a lot less, you know, coming here and practicing in this particular way, a lot less self loathing and mm. but still responsibility. Yeah. Right. Accountability. Which is such a relief. It's such Which a relief, a right? Yeah. yeah. Not to put words in your mouth, but. No, it is. It's a total relief, at least for me. Yes. Yeah. Okay, anybody else have anything? Mm-hmm. Saturday is that. Uh, oh, yeah. Party at the uh, South Mountain Bluegrass Festival. Oh, yeah. Right? Sourlands. Sourland Mountain Conservancy. Um, proceeds go to them, but yeah, I guess anyone can show up. What time is it? I think it's three to eight or something like that. There's a link in the email. Sourlands Bluegrass okay. Festival. Some people from the Fonda are going to be going this Saturday if anybody's interested. And I think there's a link in the newsletter. It is. All right, so we'll finish class with the Karaniya Metta Sutta. So you can just find your relaxed meditation posture once again. This is what should be done by one who is skilled in goodness and who knows the path of peace. Let them be able and upright, straightforward and gentle in speech, humble and not conceited, contented and easily satisfied, unburdened with duties and frugal in their ways, Peaceful and calm and wise and skillful, not proud or demanding in nature. Let them not do the slightest thing that the wise would later reprove. May all beings be at ease. Whatever living beings there may be, whether they are weak or strong, omitting none, the great or the mighty, medium, short or small, the seen and the unseen, those living near and far away, those born and to be born, may all beings be at ease. Let none deceive another or despise any being in any state. Let none through anger or ill will wish harm upon another. Even as a mother protects with her life her child, her only child, so with a boundless heart should one cherish all living beings, radiating kindness over the entire world, spreading upwards to the skies and downwards to the depths, outwards and unbounded, freed from hatred and ill will, Whether standing or walking, seated or lying down, freed from drowsiness, one should sustain this recollection. This is said to be the sublime abiding. By not holding to fixed views, the pure-hearted one, having clarity of vision, being freed from all sense desires, is not born again into this world. Thank you all for a wonderful class. Thank you, Jen. Thank you. Thank you, Jen. Bye. Thank you, Jen. Bye. 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 Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you for listening. I rely on donations to support the continued restoration, preservation, and presentation of the Buddha's Dhamma. If you find benefit here, please consider a donation at becoming-buddha.com. Thank you. Peace.